October 31st, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 through 18. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard, or we may drift away from it. The message God delivered through angels has always proved true, and the people were punished for every violation of the law and every act of disobedience. What makes us think that we can escape if we are indifferent to this great salvation that was announced by the Lord Jesus Himself? It was passed on to us by those who heard Him speak, and God verified the message by signs and wonders and various miracles and by giving gifts of the Holy Spirit whenever He chose to do so. And furthermore, the future world we are talking about will not be controlled by angels. For somewhere in the Scripture it says, What is man that you should think of him, and the son of man that you should care for him? For a little while you made him lower than the angels, and you crowned him with glory and honor. You gave him authority over all things. Now when it says all things, it means nothing is left out. But we have not yet seen all of this happen. What we do see is Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, and now is crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death for us. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone in all the world. And it was only right that God, who made everything and for whom everything was made, should bring his many children into glory. Through the suffering of Jesus, God made him a perfect leader, one fit to bring them into their salvation. So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same Father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. For he said to God, I will declare the wonder of your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among all your people. He also said, I will put my trust in him. And in the same context, he said, Here I am, together with the children God has given me. Because God's children are human beings, made of flesh and blood, Jesus also became flesh and blood by being born in human form. For only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil, who had the power of death. Only in this way could he deliver those who have lived all their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. We all know that Jesus came to help the descendants of Abraham, not to help the angels. Therefore, it was necessary for Jesus to be in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. He then could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. Since he himself has gone through suffering and temptation, he is able to help us when we are being tempted. So whatever you are going through, know that you belong to God and He is forever watching over you to protect you. Verse 10 says, Be still, cease striving, stop fighting, just be still. The next command is no. In other words, it is saying, Acknowledge who I am in your life, that I am your Redeemer, your Deliverer, and I am the one who fights your battles. Acknowledge that. As children of God, we need to interpret this command for ourselves, in that what God is saying is, 
we should read this and stop fearing and then acknowledge who God is and trust in Him. You need to say to yourself, whatever I am going through, I just need to know that I need to be still and know that He is God, that God is God. I need to stop fighting. I need to stop stressing about the battle, that in the struggle that I'm going through, I am a child of God. I need to know that God is my strength and my refuge, and there is nothing to fear or to worry about. I need to know and believe that God will fight my battles, that God will deal with my enemies. So all I need to do is step back and let God do the fighting. I need to be patient. I need to be still and let him do his work. As a child of God, I know one thing, that God has got good plans for you. And all you need to do is to be still and know that the Lord is God and that he will reveal his plans concerning your life at the right time. Yes, problems may arise. Plans may seem to have been delayed, but know one thing, that God is never late. He is always on time. Just be still and know that he will show up and be strong on your behalf. Know that as a believer, you are a soldier of the cross. Count yourself safe and make yourself strong in the Lord. Do not forget the personal possessive word when making your declaration. God is my refuge, because all other refuges are refuges of lies. All other strength is not strength at all, for all power and strength belong to God. He is the all-sufficient God, a very present help in trouble and distress. Hope in God everything is possible. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. And Jesus looking upon them saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Mark chapter 10 verse 27. Jesus expects us to hope in him. From the very first moment we believed in him as our very Lord and Savior, our salvation through Jesus affords us the opportunity to put our trust in divinity, because a lot of times our frailty as humans usually fail us, and most often also we are constrained and helpless in ourselves. This helplessness in ourselves often confers on us to look onto someone a lot higher than we are, the one who can actually help us and bring us out of the situations we find ourselves in. Certainly, every one of us has gotten to this point. No one is really exempted. Apostle Paul, in his address to the Colossians church, pointed out where our gaze should be focused and aligned in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1-2. through 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. There is a firm connection between where our gaze is set and where our hope is aligned. If we have properly placed our gaze on the one who is risen from the dead on our behalf, Jesus, then our hope cannot help but be alive to the point where we can believe him and trust him for anything and everything. The level and the amount of confidence we have in God is equivalent to how well we have aligned and properly placed our hope in Jesus. 
We are meant to look out for where our hope is really aligned from time to time, as this safeguards and keeps us from losing out on the benefits of doing so. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. By this we understand that faith in Jesus was provided through grace, and not by individual effort or righteousness. God loved the world so much that he gave his Son as atonement for our sins, and that we might be counted as a family with God. 1 John chapter 4, verses 9-10 through 10. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God had sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. With God There is a strong emphasis on God. We cannot tap into the possibilities of life-changing results without God. It has to be a partnership between Him and us. The earlier we recognize this, the better for us. And this also determines the success of our journey as believers who profess to believe in Jesus. All over the scriptures, there are stories of those on whose behalf God moved mightily. The Bible is a compendium of certainly impossible situations turning around because these situations met with a God who is the specialist in making the impossible possible and difficult situations to work out for his children. The story of Abraham and Sarah has a strong emphasis on faith in God, which is found upon a premise of hope in Him. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 puts it this way, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This means that right before faith is hope. Faith is only coming to substantiate what has already been hoped for. A lot of times we may think or feel that hope is an empty or vague concept as believers, but it is not. Hope is very well a preceding factor to our faith in God. This means that we hope first before engaging faith. God wants us to hope in Him, as this actually confers upon Him a responsibility to do what we trust Him for. This is very important, as Abraham exemplified it in his walk with God and he obtained a huge result at the tail end. Romans chapter 4 verse 18, who against hope believed in hope. What made Abraham get the promise, even though it took unusually long, was the fact that he had his hope set out right on the Almighty God who can only do all things and make the impossible possible. We, like Abraham, must walk with God. Every step we take in life should be in alignment with God's plan for our lives. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. We know and believe that God's plans for our lives are beyond what we know or plan for ourselves. The entirety of our lives now belongs to God, and we must keep looking at God, fix our gaze on Him as we journey through life and in our walk with Him. A more steady way to fix our gaze on God is to reassure ourselves of the promises in God's Word, study the Scripture, and discover who God is. Our focus must 
forever be on God. Consistent fellowship with the Father in the study of the Word and prayer helps one to pay close attention to one's Christian walk. Everything is possible. Why is everything possible? Everything is possible because hope does not make ashamed. Romans chapter 5, verse 5a. There is usually a quality response to our hope in God. It is honoring to God when we do this, and it unlocks doors for us also. We do not have to go about transferring aggression because of a particular issue or the other. As a matter of fact, there is no situation too dark to be lighted up by God once we can place our hope in Him without a second thought. It has to be with all our hearts. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Yes, our whole heart has to be completely committed to finding help in Him. He certainly can and will help us. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13. Once this is in place, there is really no result we seek after in God that we will not find. When we trust and turn to him, his arms are waiting and open. Our hope and help comes from Almighty God and Jesus Christ, for they are in control and will give us comfort and help in our days of trouble. Turning to God does not mean a sloppy glimpse in his direction, but focusing on his power. Let's just focus on God's power for a moment. He is the almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing God. He is the creator of heaven and earth. Everything you see on this earth and out in space is his and his creation. Winds and waves obey him. He is the God that has defeated giants. He has defeated armies. He has defeated the devil. Our God is an awesome God. He has separated the Red Sea. He has walked on water. He has healed the sick, raised the dead, given sight to the blind. He made fire come from heaven. God is able to do exceedingly above all that you can ask or think. You have no reason to be afraid. Trust in the power of God. David had faith in God's power. When you're going through storms, may Isaiah 43, 1-3 be your strength. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Even better, in Matthew 28:20b, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Therefore, do not fear, for God is in control.